Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic, average lot size is decreasing. All right, guys, um, one thing that's uh, maybe a positive that's coming on the housing market is we are seeing a shift towards smaller lot sizes on the market. And as we battle housing affordability and increasing prices and lack of inventory, one of the biggest solutions to that problem is to decrease the lot size because that will ultimately decrease a lot of things uh, on the cost standpoint for a home builder. And uh, just talking about this briefly, when you make a lot smaller, um, not only are you utilizing less land, so if you're buying land, let's just say, as an example, you're buying raw land for $20,000 an acre and you know you get 100 homes on it and then you make the lot smaller and now you can get 120 homes on it, you have greatly decreased your land cost basis. But that's not the only thing you save when you have a smaller lot. Besides the cost of the land, you're also saving money on your infrastructure cost because as these lots get closer together, your cost for your roads and the length of roads goes down. That decreases your cost. If you're making smaller lots, you probably have shorter setbacks. So your driveway costs, your sewer and lateral hookups, all those things, um, your mechanicals go down as well. And that all helps drive down the cost of homes. And this is really one of the biggest things that we can do um, if we can work with our municipalities to control the cost of housing. And yet it's probably one of the uh, least uh, looked at scenarios to drive housing costs down. So National Association of Home Builders has put a study out here and they've been tracking this for about 20 years now. And they're tracking the average lot size throughout the country. And it is going down quite a bit. And that's a very good sign because we do need smaller lots to promote more affordable housing. So the survey they do, it's called the Survey of Construction, the SOC. And according to the survey that they just released here in September, more than two-thirds of single-family detached homes that were sold in the year 2021 were built on lots that were smaller than a fifth of an acre. Let me repeat that. Two-thirds of single-family homes in the year 2021 were under one-fifth of an acre lot. That That's shocking. That's That's a big number. It's the highest that they've ever had on record. And again, over the last 20 years since the Census Bureau started tracking this, this is, this is a good sign. We are building on smaller lots. And a, and a fifth of an acre is a very, very small lot. And we're seeing a lot more of the speculative homes being built on those as well. Now, there's been a lot of lot shortages as well. So the other plus besides helping with the housing affordability is that, you know, when you're, there's a lot shortage, if you can create more lots and a particular development that also helps you know increase the supply which further drives down the cost so this is a very profound impact if we can do this so let's talk about this a little bit more in in terms of context so in this study if we look back at the year 2020 
46% of the lots were under a fifth of an acre that were created around the United States. Today, that number's climbed to 67%, so nearly two-thirds. That's fantastic. That's great to see that increase. Now, let's look at some of the other distributions on these lots. So if you the next size range that they track is a fifth of an acre to a half acre lot. Um, and I would say like in our market, that's a fairly common size. We have a lot of like half acre type lots in our market here in Wisconsin. Back in the 2000s, there was 40% of the market was that particular type of lot throughout the country. Now that's down to 26%. So you're seeing a lot of those half acre lots now getting moved to under um, a fifth acre. Uh, a, a large percentage of those, about 14% of that uh, shifted over there. Now let's look at the other thing they track, which is lots that are above a half acre in size. In 2000, 13% of the market was half acre or above. Today, now that's down to 8%. So a lot less of these bigger rural lots are getting denser, closer together, smaller lots. So you've seen a pretty big shift there moving to those smaller lots. So let's talk now in terms of the size and um, some percentages here as well. So we saw about 11% increase in uh, lots under that 0.16 acre size. Um, and that's, again, good to see that. That's a large you know, bump in numbers. Let's compare this to a few years ago and see how that, that works out. So in 2011, the number of 0.16 or acre lots or less was about 28% of the market. Today, it's 39% of the market. So that's where your 11% increase comes from. And um, you know it's good to see that. So a lot of the spec homes and things that are being created are made on these smaller lots. And um, one of the other things that's pretty interesting as we start to talk about this, and I'm going to talk about this, how this affects our market here in Wisconsin specifically as well, because this is a lot of regulatory um, uh, impact, really. So when you have areas that have less regulation, that you have more flexibility on your development standards and you have uh, more allowable uh, smaller developments, smaller lots, minimum home sizes get, get reduced, uh, you, you obviously see more of these projects. So this is very much in the purview and the control of the, the state and local levels. And uh, what I'm going to show is I'm going to showcase this a little bit by the data that's out here because what they do is they also track these lot sizes uh, around the country. And you can see where certain parts of the country allow more of this and, and you're seeing a, a lot higher percentage. So uh, this is definitely a good talking point if you're talking to government people, municipal people. And uh, this isn't always necessarily a national thing. This is a lot of times more state and local level, but it's, it's pretty profound data and uh, it's some great talking points, especially if you have uh, an elected official that is concerned about housing affordability. This is probably the biggest thing that can be done to 
um, increase and have more housing affordability is make lots smaller. So the medium size of a single family detached home in 2021, median lot size is now 8,456 square feet. Okay. That's a pretty small lot. I definitely do not have 8,400 square foot lots in my market. Um, not not in a long shot. So I would say our average lot size is still probably at least 0.46 acres, um, probably getting closer. Yeah, I would say that's probably about a fair number uh, in, in my market. And so, um, you know, that's that's we're talking like a 20,000 square foot acre lot or 20,000 square foot lot, half acre type lot um, where, where this is a fifth acre. So tr- crazy how much bigger our lots are here uh, in in the um, suburban uh, southern Wisconsin here. So let's talk about this nationally and um, some of the areas in the median lot size. And so they divided the nation into a bunch of different groups. You have your Pacific area, you know, so your California, uh, Oregon, Washington State. You have your what they call the mountain region, which is like north and south. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Montana, Colorado, Idaho, Nevada. Uh, it also incorporates uh, Arizona, uh, New Mexico. Then you have your what you call your West, North, Central. This is going to be your Minnesotas, North and South Dakotas, Iowa, um, Kansas, those type of things. You have your Southwestern Central market, which is your Texas, Louisiana, Missouri, Oklahoma. Uh, you have your East, North, Central. Uh, that's going to be Wisconsin, Michigan, um, uh, Illinois and Indiana, Ohio, and then East South Central. <laughs> it's getting a little complicated, sorry, but East South Central. That's going to be um, uh, good thing I know some of my geography here, but uh, you got uh, uh, Tennessee and um, Georgia, those kind of things. Um, South Atlantic would be Florida and. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina, um, getting into uh, Virginia. You got Mid-Atlantic, which is going to be your New Yorks, Pennsylvanias, and then your New England, like your New Hampshire's, uh, Massachusetts, all those fun places uh, at the tip of the northeastern part of the United States. So a lot of different categories, but let's just talk about some of these and the percentages of the lot sizes because it's pretty interesting. All right, let's just go west to east, probably easiest way to do this. So your Pacific, which is one of the most expensive housing markets in the country, their uh, median lot size is 0.14 acres. So it's under that uh, uh, 0.15 that we talked about. And they've done that intentionally because their homes are just so darn expensive. So uh, you know they are trying to drive their costs down, making these things as small as possible. But there's, their host cost is still really high. That's because of regulation. So, um, and of course, just you know anything that's uh, you get a lot of oceanfront property there. That stuff's going to be very expensive. So the mountain region, they're actually at point one seven acres for their median size. So uh, slightly larger there. But you know again, you're getting into more of a rural area um, that makes more sense. But that's still a pretty small average lot size. Now, here's where it starts to to get a little more difficult. The West, North, Central, again, that's like your Minnesota and your Dakotas and things like that, jumps up to 0.21 acres uh, for your median lot size. So all of a sudden, as you get 
more to the the center of the country, those lot sizes get bigger and bigger. Uh, West, South, Central, that was your Texas again, um, and in Oklahoma, that's the same as the Mountain District, so 0.17 acres. So those are very similar. Uh, but again, 0.17 acres is a pretty small lot. So you know a lot of like your Houston, San Antonio's, and things like that, you got a lot of smaller lots down there, and that's helping drive that number down. Now the bad news. As we move a little more east, uh, we got more land use regulations, things like that. My, my section, the east, north, central, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois, Indiana, we're at 0.2 acres for median lot size. And um, I would say if you took Wisconsin out of the mix, uh, I bet you Wisconsin's median lot size is probably, again, like I said, probably closer to 0.4 acres. So um, we're probably getting driven down a little bit by Indiana and because um, uh, I know they have a little bit higher density there. Um, and so we're definitely driving those numbers up a little bit and we need to work on that here in the state. And then East South Central, they're at 0.29 acres, so pretty even bigger yet. So as we move south, that one's unfortunately a lot more density. Then you get into the South Atlantic, again, the Florida and your Georgias, um, 0.2 acres, so it goes down a bit. Um, it's it's similar to, to Wisconsin, but again, I think Florida is probably driving that number down. The other one that's driving that down a lot is uh, South Carolina. Uh, they are very, um, very... Um, flexible in the Carolinas on their lot sizes, and they have a lot of younger home buyers there because their lots are more affordable. Your mid-Atlantic is one of the worst areas in the entire country. In fact, it is the worst. Um, again, your New York, Pennsylvania, they have a 0.27 acre average lot size, and that is because of regulation. It's one of the most regulated um, climates in the country and um, also a very high you know, housing market uh, from from a median sale price. And then you go into the New England area and it's down to 0.8 acres, um, which is actually the high, I'm sorry, I, I kind of misread this, that New England is the highest. Um, that's got 0.8 acres. So that one has the most land use regulations. The Mid-Atlantic is has got a lot of regulations as well, but the New England market, the tip, the northeastern tip here of the country is, uh, by far the most heavily regulated. So pretty interesting stuff. So it's a good thing to see the average lot size go down that will drive the cost of housing down, but we have a lot more work to do to get there. And especially um, as, as as you talk with people in your, your local and state government, if you have people that are concerned about housing affordability or, or they want solutions to housing affordability, one of the biggest and first steps is to um, increase the density by decreasing the lot size. And um, that will drive your infrastructure costs down. That'll increase the, the housing stock and allow more affordable housing in your market. And we need a lot more of this. And hopefully this data is uh, helpful and uh, you know definitely utilize this information because I'll tell you what, um, this this can definitely help solve a lot of our housing issues uh, if we allow these smaller lots. Now, not everybody wants to live on those lots, but I'll tell you what, if it means living in a smaller single family home versus living in an apartment, I think a lot of people will take that trade. And uh, we need to start focusing on that housing stock because the average size of homes that's being built is still in that 2,400 square foot range. And that's just way too big. We've got to start building more of these you know, 15 to 1700 square foot homes and replacing the smaller housing stock because that's what's selling on the existing market. 
is that lower price point. And that's what we need more of. So definitely a good solution to get this, um, get the housing affordability kicked up. Um, and then, you know, obviously there's other things like looking at, you know, energy requirements, building codes, um, and just the type of product that you're putting in the home. There's a lot of other things that go into that mix, but this is definitely the biggest chunk. And if we can start to tackle that, we're going to see a lot more affordable homes down the road. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Belvin Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.